Welcome to Witness Wednesday here on the Walk Boldly with Jesus podcast. I'm your host, Katherine Duggan. However, each Wednesday, I will have a guest give their witness of how God is working in their lives. Hearing how God is working in other people's lives shows us how deeply He cares for each one of us individually. Listening to these experiences will help your faith grow. I am so blessed to be able to share these with you. Let's get started. Today, I have two witnesses for you. Both of these witnesses were sent to me via email and Facebook, and so I'm going to read them to you. The first one is from my aunt. My dad only has one brother, and he lives in California. We haven't seen him in a very long time, and while he was living in California, he got married. I've never met his wife. One day, I got a notification that I had a new subscriber on my YouTube channel, and I could see by the last name it was his wife. I found her on Facebook and reached out to her. I had heard she was very sick and wanted to offer to pray over her for healing over the phone. She accepted and then sent me this testimony. Hi, Catherine. I thought I would send you this because I am just so excited that your prayers over me to the Lord resulted in my healing. Here is my story. My name is Joanne. I'm 70 years old and I have had diabetes since 1998 and peripheral neuropathy since 2010. I've asked myself many times over the years, how long do I have to wait for a healing? This neuropathy has been steadily getting worse over the last years and I had to quit my job in November of 2022 because the pain was so severe I could not walk. I had basically become bedridden. People have prayed over me many, many times for healing, and it never arrived. So that's why I asked, how long do I have to wait for healing? My husband and I have our quiet time with the Lord every morning. Jean, my husband, has a brother, Pierre, who informed him that his daughter, Catherine, has a podcast called Walk Boldly with Jesus. We started listening and we signed up with her podcast. She contacted us and asked if she could pray over me for healing. Of course, I said yes, because I never give up a chance for healing. On June 10th, she called and asked me what my pain level was at using a scale of 1 to 10. That day, my pain level was an 11. She prayed over me for a long time, and after she finished praying, There was very little change in my pain. However, I was at more peace. Catherine called the next day, and I told her my pain level was at about a 7, and she prayed over me again. Each day, for three days, the pain level went down a little more. On June 13th, I got out of bed, and I didn't even realize that I didn't have any pain until I made it all the way to the kitchen. The miracle that I had been longing for was finally mine. I had no pain for the first time in so many years. My husband and I were praising God left and right, up and down. Jean kept asking me, Are you sure you have no pain? Are you sure you have no pain? Of course we let Catherine know and thanked her for that prayer to our Lord for my healing. I am so thankful. So I say for those of you that have been prayed over for healing and nothing changes immediately, don't think that God doesn't love you or that he's punishing you. 
Remain persistent in your prayers and have people pray over you again and again and even by phone. I believe that being persistent in your prayer and never giving up hope, God will answer and your healing will occur. Thank you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The second witness is from someone you've heard from before. Jasmine has given a witness before. If you would like to listen to her witness, you can go back to episode number 256. She has recently been looking for a new job as her current one has not been good for her physical or mental health. She found a job that she wanted to take, but it did not have health insurance and she had medical issues and cannot be without insurance. She was getting discouraged and so I sent her a message on Facebook and the following witness is the amazing reply I received. Hi Catherine, I thought I had sent my original message but I didn't. So much has happened and things went so far to the left but thank the Lord and by the grace of God it all worked out in the end and I have a new fifth grade position. I have such a big testimony to share about what happened and how I got here but I'm still wrapping my head around it and processing it all. Thank you so much for thinking of me. And then the next day I got this testimony. So here it is, the best way I can get it out. So I have been searching for a job, and there was a job fair that I almost didn't go to, but at the last minute I decided to go to it, and from that job fair, I had several schools interested. One school in particular was very persistent and told me she really wanted to hire me and asked me for the go-ahead to check my references. Now my current principal was already aware that I had been looking for jobs, and I felt it was safe to tell her, yeah, you can check my references. The night before I had prayed, I asked God to please show me what I needed to do. Do I need to stay where I am? Do I need to go to this new position? What to do? I also asked for confirmation to be so supernatural. There is no way that I could deny that it came anywhere but from him. A little while later, I got a call from a colleague who is on the administrative team. She said that my principal was furious, that she had said all kinds of horrible things about me, about my disability, and about me having to go get infusions. She felt like I betrayed her by trying to go to this other school and that the other districts would use my disability against me as a reason to fire me. I was just in a state of bewilderment. I was like, God, why did you let me apply for this job? And tell this lady it was okay to check my references if you knew this was how it was all going to turn out. As the day went on, it got worse and worse and worse. And more things were said. And by this point, I'm just frantic. I text my principal and I ask her to call me. She said that she would call me, but she continued to instead call my colleague and continue to say bad things about me. In the midst of all this, my son tells me there's a snake in the backyard. I told him to grab the machete and kill it because we're used to killing small ones. And he came running back and said, no, mama, it's a big one. So I go to see what he's talking about. And I'm like, I don't see anything. What are you talking about? He keeps saying, mama, it's right there. Don't you see it? Mama, it's right there. Don't you see it? And I'm like, no, I don't see it. What are you talking about? So he told me it was underneath something, and he kept hitting the thing that it was underneath. I'm like, well, if it was under something, 
it would come out and it didn't. So about this time, I instructed him to get a stick and flip it over. And lo and behold, there was a pretty big snake curled up under there. So I grab the machete and I go to kill it and I strike and I miss. It never ran. It lifted its head up, looked at me and continued to flick its tongue and shake its head from side to side as if it were taunting me or trying to hypnotize me. I got up, strike it again and cut off its tail. It never ran, never moved, struck again, cut off another part, still never ran never moved, kept looking at me with that same taunting, hypnotized look. Struck again, finally cut off his head. Now the crazy thing about this is that the neck never bled and it never ran. I left it there because I had nothing to pick it up with. And hours later, I came back. Not one drop of blood was spilled and the animals and the birds wouldn't even peck on it or try to take it away. The ants didn't even want it. So I'm sitting there all distraught about my job. I talked to my principal. I told her it wasn't about her, that it was about me. I really want to do something different. And then she goes ahead and tells me that she was hurt because she felt like I was trying to go to the same place as we already were. I told her, you know I want to do something different. And she basically told me that my disability And the fact that she had to make accommodations for me and my disability is the reason why I wasn't getting any other positions that I applied for. And I would not get any other position until I no longer needed accommodations for my disability. Now at this point, I'm upset, I'm sad, and I'm hurt because I didn't ask to be in this predicament. And I'm like, what is all that is going on in this crazy day? And then I have that snake in my backyard And then I'm like, what does this all mean? And then it hit me. God spoke to me. He told me that that snake has been there for ain't no telling how long, curled up under that thing that's been sitting there for over a year. It's probably just been growing, doing whatever, and you were oblivious to the fact that it was there. And once you flipped that cover back, you saw it. It was revealed to you. He said, I had to reveal this truth to you in order to make you move because you would not have moved had I not shown you the truth. And that's so true because I had resigned myself to stay there. I had resigned myself to stay where it was comfortable, to keep confusion down, to keep everybody happy and to just remain in my comfort zone. God told me, now that you see the truth, when I open that door, you know what you need to know to walk through it. A couple hours later, that next day, the new principal called me and said that she was still having trouble verifying my references to hold on, that she really wanted to hire me, and she asked to see my evaluations from the last few years. I sent her everything that she asked for. Ten minutes later, she called and offered me the job. I'm still wrapping my head around everything. That God loves me so much that he sent an undeniable sign and message to me to give me the courage to step out in faith and walk into a situation that he had prepared for me. Even though it hurt me to see all those things, I learned that people who I thought I could trust, who were close to me, are really snakes 
lying and waiting and growing right next to my back door. And I was oblivious to it until God threw off the cover and allowed me to see. I don't know who this testimony can help by sharing. I don't even know how to articulate it in a way that makes sense. And this might sound crazy and jumbled up to you, but I had to get it out and tell someone because never in a million years would I have thought I would experience something like that. The fact that the snake didn't bleed and that the ants and no other animal would touch it is what really took me back and blew me away. Like I said, I'm still trying to wrap my head around what everything means, but I just had to tell you. Thank you both for sharing your testimonies with me. I love to hear how God is working in lives. God is so good. Sometimes we can't even fathom the good he has in store for us. I'm so very grateful for the healing he did for my Aunt Joanne. She can finally walk without pain and it's so amazing. I am also grateful not only for the job he provided for my friend Jasmine, but also for the way he allowed her to understand what was going on and to be sure that this new job was for her. It can be hard to leave a current job and he provided her with the assurance she needed to know she was doing the right thing. Thank you, Lord. You are so awesome. We have all seen God working in our lives. However, we might not all be aware it is God who is working in our lives. This is why it's so important we start talking about it more. The more we share our experiences, the more people understand how God works and how much he truly loves us. If you would be willing to share any of your experiences of how God has worked in your life, please email me at katherine at findingtruenorthcoaching.com C-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E at findingtruenorthcoaching.com or you can click on the link below. It won't take up much of your time and your story could be just the story someone needs to hear today. Please prayerfully consider sharing your story. Everyone has one and the world needs to hear them. I look forward to spending time with you again tomorrow. Remember, Jesus loves you, and so do I. I will have another witness for you next Wednesday. Have a blessed day.